Yo, yo, Zaytoven checking in. Check it out. Beat Basement. The championship. Come compete. Bring your A game. You know what I mean? It's going up. The Beat Basement, man. Beat Battle Championship. Yeah, it's going down. Zaytoven said that. You are now listening to The Beat Basement. It's The Beat Basement, where you hear from your livest producers. All of them. And this is where it all goes down. Where you hear the funky sounds. From the producers who's up and coming to the great ones. All of them. And I'm your host, Swish. And we going in. Everything going in. episode man we got the flyest when i tell you the flyest um coldest uh producer in the motherfucking building man <laughs> all right i mean i just want to give it up to this dude um and just let y'all know this is a real brother of mine man um and a real true talent you know what i'm saying so uh Without further motherfucking re- uh, <laughs> with dude, withdrawal, <laughs> hey, I'd like to introduce to y'all my brother, Demetrius Hamilton. I appreciate it. Appreciate you for having me, man. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm Demetrius Hamilton. I go by Maestro Meech. I've been producing for about at least eight years. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, this time uh, we're going to do another cook-up. We're going to focus on showing people how to cook up, you know? Uh, especially beginners, you know, it's a really simple process. The best thing to do is not to complicate it, and we're just going to take them through step by step and show them how to build a beat from the bottom to the top, you know, so that's what we're going to do today. So y'all lock in, watch, and follow. Listen, step by step, man. This dude is going to show us how to make the dopest beats. Beats for beginners, um, beats for dummies. Shall I say? I ain't calling y'all dummies, but you know, you know that book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. yeah, y'all know, y'all know. But uh, anyways, man, you know this is cooking up, cook up, one on one, with Demetrius Hamilton. That's right. Fly ass Hamilton. <laughs> I take it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. Man, tell these folks 
what the first step is to, you know, cooking up. What I mean before you even before you even press any keys, turn turn the computer on, like what what do you do? Uh, so typically, a lot of times, uh, I'll come up with beats throughout the day, but I won't make them right away. So what I'll do is I'll save them as vocal cords or uh, vocal records on the phone, and uh, when I do get a chance to get to them, then I'll go through the different records I've saved. And I'll pick a beat I want to make. So um, I don't know how other producers come up with their beats. Sometimes it's on the spot. Sometimes you might be out, you know, in public and you get an idea and you might take that idea back to the house. So, you know, it's just, it just makes it more convenient. And um, it also gives you sort of like a, a profile or a catalog to work on when you get to your actual laptop. So, you know, if you do have brain freeze or you get stuck and you still got a whole catalog of beats you've been saving uh, as records on your phone, you know, so it'll expedite your process. And wait, wait, wait. So let me get this straight. Uh-huh. So you could be in a grocery store, you could be anywhere, right. you know what I'm saying, and a thought come to you, mm-hmm. you automatically go to the phone. Automatically go to the phone. And, and lock in, lock in the, the, the yeah. what, the sound? Yeah, the, the, you know inspiration, yeah, so... It might be a sound, it might be a, a melody, and anything can trigger it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's crazy, but, like, somebody might, it, it's simple as somebody might blow their horn in traffic or they might be ringing your groceries up while you checking out, and that simple boop, you know, from the, the scanner might trigger something in your head and you, you got a beat. Playing you know, it's, it's just how it works, you know so what I'm saying? Yeah, so you ringing up some Doritos or some other and just start you know what I'm saying? Hot pockets or something. And that's it, yeah. That's then, it. Something just comes to your head, just like that. Mm-hmm. Something goes in the grocery basket or something. Yeah, uh-huh. That's uh-huh. a beat right there. Right, right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, anything bring inspiration, so you just got to be ready. Lock ready. in. Mm-hmm. Ready to lock in. That's it. That's Before it. you even get to the studio. Mm-hmm. Lock in, or at least have a list uh, of something you might have heard like earlier in the day, or, right. or something something right. that um, brought that thought out right. earlier in right, the day. Right, so right, right. so that's jot a good it start. down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a Y'all good hear start. that? Yeah. So uh, for anybody who struggles with you know um, coming up with stuff on the spot, beat you know fart saying? or beat uh, yeah. block, beat block. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good way. So. Kind of um, like writer's block for, for rappers. Exactly, because it, it happens to everybody, you know. There are moments when you just hop on the computer and you instantly come up with something, but then it's days where you'll sit there for 15, 30 minutes or an hour and you just feel like you can't put anything together, you know what I'm saying? So on those days, that's when it's good to go back through your, uh, your vocal notes and just grab one of them. And it's something because, like I said, any sound can trigger some type of uh, inspiration. So you might be listening to one vocal cord and get another idea off of that vocal cord. Now you got another beat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it's a good thing to keep them, keep them on the phone. All right, all right. We ain't going to hold them up too much longer, but we want to get the basics. We want to get y'all down with the basics on how to cook right. up a beat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Number one rule, you know, before you even get in the studio, before you even think about cooking up a beat, you should already be in a grocery store or, or something should yeah. come to you organically. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, organically and put it down in your Rolodex. 
I know a lot of y'all youngsters just don't know what no, <laughs> no, 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 no Rolodex is. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, put it in your phone. Put it in your phone, in your notes, somewhere. Lock it in. Because as soon as you go to the studio, this is your next step. For sure. For sure. Tell them they next step. All right. Jay. So uh, the next step, after you, um, you know, you beatbox or you save the vocal note on the phone, so you take it to the computer. And uh, typically, what I do do you, do you need to get any snacks or, or anything like that when you when you get ready to lock in or, or is mean, it gonna be a long motherfucking night or a day or it, it depends on the person, man. So me, I try to eat before I start making a beat because once I get into it, nine times out of ten I'm not getting out of the chair because you just get so uh, you just get completely uh, invested into what you're doing. And before you know it, one or two hours will go by like nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I try to eat before I sit down so that way uh, you don't lose focus either. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, once you get your stomach out of the way, you're not thinking about food. You can strictly focus on making the beat and um, working on the process. You know, so you can keep snacks around if you want, but I really don't care to eat while I'm producing, you know, because yeah. I just strictly focus on the beat that is the cook up. So you eating the beat, yeah. So you eating the beat. So you eating the beat. You was gonna say that before I can even uh -huh. say it. <laughs> That's it. The beat is the meal. Okay. Yes, okay. Sir. Yes, sir. I, yeah. Um. And also, I notice a lot of rappers. I mean, and producers, when they get ready to lock in, mm -hmm. they'll they'll smoke something, drink something, yeah, or they'll yeah, smoke yeah. while they're doing. Do right. you need that? And do you feel like that hinders or may help you? So personally, I don't smoke and I don't drink. Uh, that's just my lifestyle, you know. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? I never got into it. I've had a couple of drinks here and there. Oh yeah, yeah. The good. taste of alcohol is you good. Jay. I think it's a um, told a taste. You know what I'm I saying? Told y'all. But um, I do know. You know, I've heard that uh, it does help some creatives get loose or get into their flow. You know, so I say to each as they own. You know what I'm saying? If you don't smoke and you don't drink, that's cool. If you do smoke and you do drink, and that helps you find your vibe and your rhythm. You know, I don't. You know, I don't judge anybody for what they do. Everybody's process is different. You know what I'm saying? So it just depends on the individual and what they need to get going. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, that that's just me. That's how I – like I said, I, I beatbox. And, uh, you know, I just walk around coming up with ideas all day. And that's how I get into my rhythm. You know what I'm saying? I just record what comes to my mind when it comes to my mind at that moment. And uh, it's like second nature when I sit down to make a beat. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's that's how I get it done. Okay, okay. So does anything influence you while you making a beat? Like like something could have, your girl could have made you mad earlier or, or something could have made you mad. Do that. Do you bring that same energy when you step inside that, when you getting ready to cook up? That's a good question. So when I'm making a beat, you know, I think there have been times when I have been angry and I sat down and made a beat and it wasn't intentional, but that beat came out sounding like <laughs> I yeah. was upset about something. <laughs> it was a hard beat. Like, like bitch, I wanted to slap you, but so, yeah, right. Like, I'm gonna put this slapping, I'm gonna put this kick in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> wanted to kick your ass, but I'm gonna put this yeah. kick on this motherfucking beat. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so yeah, like you can you get the intensity. <laughs> In your spirit or whatever you have going on internally, it can come out yeah. in the moment, even if you're not trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? So okay. if you've been aggravated or you've been upset about something, then you might make a banger. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, if you're in a good mood 
and you just chill, everything's going well, you might make an R&B type hit or something like that, something chill and relax. So I do think the demeanor that you have when you sit down to make a beat can influence the beat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it happens. It can happen like that sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, okay. So number two, number two, y'all lock in. When y'all getting ready to lock in, Make sure y'all ate. Make sure y'all either going to eat on this beat. You got to hydrate it. Right. You know, you you, you you know, you focus. You locked in. You got your notes. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you, that's it. No right. outside distractions, no distractions after that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, now go ahead. Do, do. Okay. Okay. So, so that's number two. That's number two. Number two. Okay. So, um, okay. What? Number three would be your energy, or or how would you kind of say, okay, bring this into the studio too, or this is what I'm coming with today. Okay, so uh, as far as that energy, that whole energy. So do you, you know, do you pick an energy before you go in? Rule number three, you tell them rule number three. Okay, so as far as uh, energy or how you go into the studio. I would just say walk into the studio with a clear mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, don't have any preconceptions of, you know, what you want to do or how you want to do it. Besides the notes you save, don't try to force the feeling. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, go in with a clear mind, and, and that's it, a clear conscience. You know what I'm saying? And the beat will really make itself as it progresses. You know what I'm saying? But you don't got to force it. You don't got to say... Uh, this is how I want to feel when I get in there or I'm going to try to push this or promote this type of atmosphere when I get in the studio. Now, you just go as you are, and once you get there, uh, the creativity, it'll just flow. You know what I'm saying? So the vibe and the beat, it'll it'll really pick itself. You know what I'm saying? So you, you don't got to force that. You ain't got to force the energy or pick the energy. Nothing like Number that. three, mm-hmm. don't pick the energy. Mm-hmm. Let it pick you once you lock in. That's it. That's yeah, it. I got your notes. It's gonna flow. Okay. So. All right. All right. All right. Um, um, go ahead. Okay. So now you in the studio. Mm-hmm. First thing you do. So uh, once I turn on the computer, let's uh-huh. let's let's go ahead and and let and let's get started on on. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna still talk to them, but definitely, I'm guessing. Whatever you do next, uh-huh. whatever you do next, I don't know. Go, right. Right. Just let me know. For sure. For sure. So uh, I turn on the computer, and I open up the program. And um, typically what I'll do, if I'm not using any notes I already have, like let's just say I'm making something in Hold the on. moment. I don't mean to cut you off. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to cut no, you off. you good. What, what program do they get as a beginner? Ooh, so I would say. What DAW? The DAW that I would say is good for beginners. I hear everybody say that Fruity Loops. Is a uh, beginner friendly. Uh, for me personally, I used Reasons, and it just worked for me. Like from day one, as soon as I turned it on, I was making a beat in Reasons. So um, that's what I would promote. That's what I would say because they have a good uh, factory sound library as well. Like if you're a newbie to the beat making process, beat making game, or whatever. Um, you don't got to look for any outside or external sounds to the program because it gives you a lot already. You know what I'm saying? So um, just based on my previous experience, I would say use that because you can do everything on a laptop. You know, you got some 
um, dolls like uh, the one I got now, Machine, and then you have the Akai, and it comes with an NPC or something like that. And it might be too much for somebody just starting out, you know what I'm saying, because you got the hardware and the software, and it might just be too much for one person or too much information at one time for a person to um, try to put into use, you know what I'm saying, trying mm -hmm. to get the software integrated with the hardware, trying to run the hardware, trying to out certain sounds to a pad on the beat pad, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, like if you start with Reason and Fruity Loops, you can just do everything in the, uh, in the software without use of an external beat pad or something like that. Or a piano, can, keyboard or something. Yeah, exactly. Or the keyboard, guitar everything or is, Yeah, everything is already in there. They give you a scale, and you can use the keyboard inside of the program. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's that's another thing that makes it user-friendly. Everything you need is already in those two dolls. You know what I'm saying? So I would recommend those two to anybody, for sure. Rule number four. When you get in there, pick a doll. Pick one uh -huh. to start off with. We just told you, Jay just gave y'all the game on, on which ones to get to where you won't get confused with the dolls that you hook up to it. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? And, um, I mean, um, the I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the piano or, or mm -hmm. the keyboard or the drum kit. You don't have to hook up none of that stuff to the um, to the dolls that right. Jay just said, Jamisius just said. So, and uh, in addition to that, I would say. Uh, Whatever doll, you, whatever doll you start with, stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Because they all do the same things. Um, machine, Pro Tools, Reason, Akai, MPC, they all produce sounds and they all let you get your ideas out. Uh, some of the workflows might be different in each one, but uh, like I said, everybody's different. So somebody, one person might like how machine allows them to import or create their ID, I mean their idea, and uh, one person might like how the uh, Akai MPC. But that come with that come with time though, time, right? Yeah, like so. Yeah, it so comes they should kind of just wait to try to figure out which doll that they really prefer before yeah. they move on to the next one. Exactly. Yeah, before you really start making a lot of beats or doing too much, that's probably the first thing you got to do. Uh, take time and uh, do some research, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what I did, because I started off in Reason, but then I wanted to find more sounds, and um, I really just got bored of the sounds that were in Reason, so I did research on different dolls. I went on different websites, and um, I, different, I listened to the different sound, um, they're like sound packs. Library. Yeah. yeah, different libraries they had, and... Um, I just, you know, I came across Machine, and when I heard Machine's sound, their factory sound library, I was like, I think this the one I'm going to roll with because they had a lot of cool sounds included. Yeah, and all right, all right. You're giving them too much. You're okay, giving them okay, too much okay. for their brains right okay, now to okay. handle, okay? <laughs> okay? That's when they get advanced. That's for when y'all move on to the next doll. After, after you get settled in with one doll, okay? Pick a doll. Rule number four, right. pick a doll. Pick a doll. And no. stick with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. For sure. Okay. For sure. Next thing. Let's get to it. What All we right. about to do. Uh, I think we about to cook up, y'all. Yeah. Just about. We're... Just about ready. Okay. So okay. Uh, once after you, you pick a doll. After you pick a doll, the first thing I did, and I would recommend this to anybody as well, uh, go through your entire sound bank, your entire library. And it might seem like it's an endless number of sounds in there, 
But uh, what that does is it help you. It helps you pick out favorites. You know what I'm saying? So um, I know in Machine they give you the option or the ability to save your favorites or mark them. You know, you can put a star next to them. And um, for me, what that does, it helps expedite the uh, the process, and it also helps me come up with ideas faster. Because for me, my favorites are the sounds that inspire me to make music quicker than the other sounds. So out of those 10,000 sounds. Let's show them what you're talking about. Okay. By putting a star by your favorite sound. Right. So it might look a little bit different in uh, different dogs, but in reason, I mean, not reason, but in machine, um, I don't know if they can see this, but right here you can see where there's a star. So you got your whole entire factory library right here and uh you can go through your sounds and what you can do is you can hit this star or hit the star next to all your sounds so yeah on that screen right there you know that's the library all the sounds in the sound bank and you might click on a sound you might say okay i like that uh you just hit the star and it'll save it so anytime you come back to your synthesizers um it'll be right there you know, you won't have to search for it, and uh, it'll just make your process a lot smoother and a lot easier because you already have some some go-tos or some default sounds that inspire creativity when you sit down. So, yeah, you always go through your um, your library, even if you don't want to or you initially don't hear too many sounds you like. Go through it anyway because. It's a sound, and another thing is a sound that you don't like today might be a sound that inspires you to make a beat tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So even if it just piques your interest a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like that. You know, I'm going to hit the star and I'm going to save it as a favorite. So I might come across it tomorrow or another day, and um, I might use it to make a beat, you know. So definitely uh, that's the first thing you do after you buy your, uh, your DAW in your system. Go through your entire sound bank and save all your favorite sounds. Okay. So all you would have to do is click the star or whatever. Wait, wait. So where's the sound bank at? How do you get there? What do you so, do? So uh, every all, yeah every all instruments. All of this is uh all of that's the sound bank. So dolls they all look a little different, but they all present and do the same things at the end of the day. So some dolls might have all the sounds over here at the top in the middle or to the right or whatever. But in machine, everything is over here to the left, you know. So you got your synthesizers. You got your uh, plug strings. That's like your, like your harps and stuff. Guitars, flutes. You got pianos. Um, all of that. Everything is over here. So it's just different patches full of different sounds. And you can go through each one and listen to all the different sounds and Pick the ones you like the most and save them for a day when you're ready to produce or a moment when you're ready to produce. Okay. Okay. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? Rule number five. When you get to the DAW, when you open up the DAW, what you want to do is pick the sounds that you think you may like or that you like that day or maybe that you Mm -hmm. might like another day. Just put a star by them. Because you don't know what those beats can create. Right. You know what I'm saying? Save them. Mm-hmm. The next number one hit, you know? Exactly. So exactly. definitely save them sounds. 
Open your door up. Rule number five. Get get them sounds on favorites. For sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. That's it. All right. That's it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You have a list or a grouping of your favorite sounds. Uh, you're pretty much ready to go, man. Uh, you just pick a sound that you like in that moment or a sound that inspires you or something you can feel, and you just play around with it until you uh, come up with something that uh, – that you want to work on. So um, after that, you really, me personally, uh, I like to start off with a melody, you know. So um, usually, like one of my favorite instruments is the flute, you know what I'm saying? A flute and an 808, one of the two, those help me uh, get my creativity flowing quicker than anything else. So I'll go through my flutes and my, uh, my drums, and I'll lay one of those down first. And then and the rest, it just makes itself happen. Because after that, you just layer in another harmony or another melody on top of your initial melody. So that's that's the uh, next thing you would do. You would go to your favorite sounds, pick a sound, um, play around with that sound until you hear something you like. Or like I said, you can always go back to your vocal uh, records, you know, your notes. Mm-hmm off with a melody mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and you like that flute sound and we right. are on that south side and you know two right, chains right, do right. like that flute too uh-huh, so you know uh-huh. what i'm saying right. so that's what we're gonna do we're gonna okay we're gonna start off with the with with a melody for right, y'all right, okay right. so that's what y'all should do to the yeah let's yeah, step yeah, over here so to the drawing board for sure, for sure. <laughs> so yeah um like we discussed earlier different dolls well most dolls all of them they come with a uh, sort of like an internal piano roll. Uh-huh. So, like, even in this one, um, if you got the phone on the screen, you can see I pulled the piano up in the dock. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold on. So, let me show them folks. Let me show yeah. them folks. Okay. So, right here, you got the ability to pull up the piano roll. And this is like the start of the creativity. You know, if you don't have um, hardware, like mm. an external piano or a beat pad or something like that, this is where a person would come if they're ready to uh, start playing around with their sounds and making a beat. Because without the external parts, that's their only method of um input you know what i'm saying so and it's it's enough you know it's it's adequate enough and uh it it provides you with everything you need to start making beats like you don't even need any of this as long as you got that piano roll pulling up how did it how did it pop up how'd you make the piano pop up so uh it's pretty straightforward it'll give you a piano symbol like right here you can see the piano keys and so yeah that's what it looks like in machine Uh uh-huh um I'm not familiar with, but they all they all present you with the same option. You know, it might look a little different, or it might be over here in the corner or something. But everything has all of them. All of them have the uh, a piano, piano and a piano. Roll. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everybody that want to cook up, the piano is included. You Always. need that. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. need it. Do you need it? I mean, what? Well, not externally. In in here, right? Um, but you do need the piano to make a beat. Yeah, because you, you need something to uh, input your melody. You okay. know what I'm saying? So this is the melody, y'all. This is yeah. the melody. So this is this is what this you is how he starts all cooking up. Come with your melody, yeah. So say if they don't come with a melody first. 
Can they still cook up? So, yeah, you don't have to have a melody. You can, um, and typically, when I say melody, I'm talking about instruments. You know what I'm saying? So your flutes, your pianos, your guitars, and stuff like that. Uh, some people like to start off with an 808, you know, mm. or maybe a clap or hi-hats and snares. You know, it just depends on the individual and what they gravitate towards when they're making a the beat. So for me personally, I think a melody just provides a foundation for everything else and makes it easier to flow because once you have a melody, it's easier to start adding um, different sounds. You know what I'm saying? Uh because when you got a melody, it's, it's easier to harmonize, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it just lays the foundation for the rest of the beat and um, makes the process smoother. So that's why I like starting off with a melody, with an instrument versus uh, everything else. Because you can just kind of flow a lot better when, uh, when okay. you got a melody. So. Show, show, them what, show them what they would do if they started out without a melody. Show them without the, a melody? So yeah. What would they do instead? Uh, so instead, yeah. Would you? Well, say if they starting off with the eight hundred eight. So okay, you would simply go to and what is that eight hundred eight? Bank uh, eight hundred eight. That's just really a, another word for your your bass lines, um, your bass. That's what eight hundred eight are. Your bass. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you would go to your favorite kicks in whatever folder that is. Um, you can have different kicks in different folders. But uh, like I said, save, always save your favorite instruments. Mm-hmm. So that way, when you get ready to produce, you can go right to them. And I don't know if that's too deep for them to hear, but as you can hear, you got some 808s saved already. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have a melody, you know, you could just lay a bass line and come up with the melody secondary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Start off with your melody or have any inspiration for a melody in the beginning. You would go to your bass folder. Mm-hmm. And where is that at again? Uh, so, yeah, everything is labeled. So, yeah, that will be under your drums slash kick section. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Now, now what's rule number six? Rule number six. So, uh, yeah, after you get a melody, then, you you know, you just start layering. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, typically what I'll do after I got the melody, I'll lay, I like to lay my drums next and, um, then find other instruments to harmonize with, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I would do next. Um, and you can actually, uh, while you're making your beat, you can start to structure the beat. So if you show them the screen, uh, like let's say I always gravitate towards, the uh, the flute, so you can actually start to group off or section or um, God, it's another word I'm looking for. You can start to uh, categorize your uh, your instruments. You know, put them in order. So, how do you how do you do that? So, like I said, every doll is different, uh-huh. but they all provide you with the same thing. So, uh, up here, mm-hmm. this is where you would start to put the instruments that you're going to use. You know, so if I start off with a melody or a flute or something, I'm going to click on flute, upload the flute, and I'll label that flute. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay. So show them how to label it. Yeah, you would just double click in that section right there. It'll give you the option to type. And okay. then that's where your fruit will be. Okay. And so, um, like we just had the 808s up. Mm -hmm. So you would pr provide another section for your 808s. You were uploading. How, wait, wait. So how would you do that? Find another section. So right here, you got a plus sign. So uh -huh. when you're ready to add another instrument. Okay. Yeah, you it'll just tap up, it first. Right. It'll bring up another section. Mm -hmm. Okay. After yep. you tap so, that section. Yeah. You hit a plus button. What's in that? What's in there? So right now it's empty. Okay. You see, it's, it's, um, it just gives you a generic term. It says group B. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's going to be you know, your piano or your hi-hats or your drums or your your pad or something like that, you know? Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll go with a kick, find a, a kick for now, you know what I'm saying? And only, only one thing can go in that group or uh, the same. So you can pick three, four, five, and six and put them in group B? Yeah, so they will all be included. And so, for example, like let's say... Uh, let's make this the drum group because yeah. that's a good question. You just asked. So the reason that you have 16 different sections under this one category, like, so let's say for your drums, uh, you know, your drums consist of your kick, your snare, your clap, your hi-hats, your open hats. So you only six, only six can go in into. So you can put 16 16. 16 mm -hmm. into yeah. the, okay, group. Into this group. So, okay. Yeah, so like if you want to group things together, like if you want a section just for drums, uh -huh. then this one section would allow you to put a kick, a snare, a hi-hat, snap or clap, uh, open hats, and, uh, you know, all your percussion under that one section, you know? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why you see 16 different slots under this group. That says B1, but it's labeled drums because you've got different instruments that make up your drums, you know. Mm -hmm. So all of those instruments would go in the drum section, you know. Yeah. So rule number six. Rule number six. Uh, categorize. Categorize, categorize your instruments. Label them. Mm -hmm. Label them for the cookup right. that you're about to create. Right. Exactly. All right. This time, what you feeling like? Now by this time, what you where you at? Where you are you locked in or, or or? So at this point, you should be locked in and uh, you should be ready to go because you got all your instruments saved. You should know what sound you want to use because you got your favorite saved. So you will go to like I said, your piano roll or your beat pad. You know whatever you have to uh, input your sounds, and that's when you would start to uh, you know play around on your piano. Around with your sounds until you come up with a melody or something you like. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, next, rule number seven. Yep. You know, you pick your sound, you stop playing around with your sound, come up with a, a melody you like. So, that's number seven. So, about that time. Okay. Time. All right. Now it's time to cook up. After you get that melody you like, here we go. We're about to show y'all what to do next. Life. So we, uh, I'm, a, I'm gonna work with this, this pick a load, this flute. Like I said, that's, that's my go-to. You know, so. 
Okay. Okay. Got to go with the go-to. Got to. It's... <laughs> you know, don't make it stressful. You know yeah, saying? don't make it hard on yourself. Also, set your metronome, too. Um, a lot of beginners, they forget to set the metronome, mm-hmm. and that just sets the uh, the tempo for the beat, you know? So you can hear the tempo in your head, but that that thumping sound that you hear. How do you set the metronome, the, so the thumping sound? There's a, um, there's a universal metronome symbol in every doll, and I don't exactly know okay. what that is or what it represents I just know it means metronome mm-hmm. so you would turn that on and that'll help you find your tempo to your beat and you would either slow it up or speed it up Wait, right hold on. next to how the do you, metronome how do you slow it up or speed it up so right next to the metronome you have what's called your BPM that's mm-hmm. short for beats per minute and that just determines how fast or slow the metronome beat uh it's really the speed of the beat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you can see as I turn it down, the tap slows down. As I speed it up, it picks up. You know, so you can hear the metronome internally in your head. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Your metronome should match the beat that you hear mentally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, you turn on your metronome. And so. So rule number eight. Yeah. Turn, turn on your metronome. metronome. Turn it on. Rule number nine. Let's see. Find the speed you like for rule number eight. I'm sorry. Find your net metronome. Know what speed of the the type of tempo a beat you want to make. If you want to make mm-hmm. and if, pick it. Yeah, and if you want to adjust it later on, you can. But just at the beginning, already make sure you have it set. You know, so you can start. Cause um. It'll throw off your process later on. If you just start producing everything, if you make everything at 120, you might mess around and have to make the whole beat again because the idea will be too slow for the beat or for the metronome. So always set your metronome first, get that right so the beat, you can uh, get your beat in smooth. Okay. Won't be, uh, any delays or anything like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So set it set it on something low or it, or it depends on you, the idea you have. So if if it's a fast paced beat, uh-huh. then it's gonna be a a higher speed metronome. If it's a slower paced beat, it's gonna be a slower paced metronome. You know. Yeah, but set it somewhere to where you can adjust it later on. Like if you want to speed it up or slow well, yeah, it down. Well, yeah, you can always speed it up and slow it down later on. You can always do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But initially, just make sure you try to match it up as close to the ideas you got in your head. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And, um, yeah, because, like I said, if the idea in your head is fast and you make it to a slow metronome, yeah, it's going to throw off the whole process. You're going to have to go back and re-record that beat at a faster at a faster uh, BPM, faster mm-hmm. pace, you know? Um, yeah. The more you mess around with it, the more it'll start to make sense, you know. But you got to make sure your metronome matches the pace of the beat that you're getting ready to plug in mm-hmm. so that you don't have to do it later on. 
Uh-huh. So yeah, make sure you got your metronome right. Once you got your metronome and your instrument, uh, you play around. Like I said, you find your melody, you know. So I'm going to try to get this idea out of my head I got now. So wait, so you're recording right now? Right. So how did you start it? How did okay. you start recording? So, okay. Matter of fact, not true. Not recording. Mm-hmm. I don't start recording until I actually have that idea ready to be played out. But uh-huh. when I am ready to record, uh-huh. uh, that's your record button right there. It's the same across all dolls. But you don't do it yet. Not yet. Not until I can play that sound or that idea out like I want to. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm ready to uh, import it completely, or once I have it uh, completely down-packed and I'm ready to play it out the way I hear it in my head, that's when I record it. Okay, right. okay. Mm-hmm. So you're playing it out now? Yeah, I'm working on that part now. Okay. Rule number nine, work out what you had in your head. Work out your thought that you had in your head till you get that sound just right before you even hit the record. Right, and like I said, it don't got to be nothing complicated, so... So I like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was we'll hard. We'll you didn't record it though. Uh, I'm about to record. So, like I said, okay. try to get it sounded out before you start to record it. So that way, once you do record it, you're less likely to make a mistake. Okay. So, typically, uh, like I said, across all dolls, well, I'm not going to say that. Usually, there's a universal way to input your uh, your beats. And in machine, it's called scenes. So, for example, um, the same way a song has an intro, then it's got a chorus, then it's got a hook and an outro, you can section that in your beat, too. So, scene one might be your intro, you know what I'm saying? Scene two might be your intro, plus your hi-hats. So once you start recording, scene one gonna pop up right there. Yeah, so you see this plus button? Yeah. Right here. Okay. So You hit that when you're ready to move on. Yeah, so let's just say you start from scratch. Uh You hit that plus button, get rid of it again, and you would uh, insert a scene. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So what BPM did you start off at? So I picked 90 because that's what matches what I hear in my head right now. Okay. So yeah, that tap. And uh, you know, once you get your beat in, you can turn your metronome off. It's just to get your process started. Yeah, get the juices flowing. Right, right. Okay. Make sure everything is on point and stuff. Okay. So rule number nine, Um, play out, record, press. Yeah. Press the plus sign for scene one mm-hmm. so you can lay down that thought or right. that, that, you know, melody that you had in your head so you can record it. Right. So, yeah. 
so I hit the record button and save that idea. And now you can see it's looping, you know. I got a little loop. You you put it in loop? Yeah, it's on loop. And so that's another thing you can do um, while you're cooking up your beat. Uh, hit the loop button so that way you don't have to keep manually resetting it. Because if you don't loop, it'll just it'll stop playing. You know what I'm saying? So, Where's the loop button at? So this is your loop button. And it kind of looks like a, I guess like an oval or a racetrack. But it just symbolizes that the beat going to keep playing, keep going. So, what if you was to take that off? If you take it off, it'll only play one time. It'll play your input once. And it stops. Mm -hmm. So, that's why you want to keep it on loop because it'll give you the ability to keep layering and uh, adding instruments to what you've already made without having to manually reset it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I got my initial melody. I think I'm gonna uh, add something else to it that I'm hearing. Let's see. So I can duplicate that. And by taking this first pattern that I've got, and uh, my dog gives me the ability to duplicate my pattern. So what do, you, what do you mean by duplicate? So when I say duplicate, what that means, it just allows me to copy it. So, it'll take the same pattern I just made and copy it. Copy it where? So, what I'll do, I'll create another sound. I mean, uh, uh, another scene. So, oh, I got my first okay. scene here. Okay. So, we're going to do the same thing we did. You'll create another time. scene. Exactly. How do you duplicate it? So, what you do? Uh, you could just hit copy or uh, duplicate. Okay. It'll just say duplicate. You know what I'm saying? And it'll make another, okay. an exact copy of it. So it'll play it again. Right, it'll play it again. So almost like it's looping it. Exactly. That's exactly what it's doing. It's looping. So I duplicated the scene, and I'm going to duplicate this pattern. And the reason I duplicate the pattern is because let's say I want to change it up just a little bit, you know, because you want to... You don't want it to be a stagnant, never-changing sound, so you can add a couple more notes to it like I'm about to do now. So, um, so I'm going to duplicate my pattern the same way I duplicated my scene. Rule number 10, duplicate your pattern. Pick a pattern, either loop it, press loop. That way it can play over and over again. Rule number 10. the melody laid down. Okay. Now, 
will go to the uh, go to the drums. I typically go to my my drum second. So uh, let's see. Next, go to your next sound. Mm-hmm. And for me, my next sound is typically drums, and I find a clap or a, a snap. So, so what would you do now that you clicked on your drums? Where would you even put your drums on, on, so the would, pattern, so or on the, yeah, in, within on the, the pattern, pattern, right? Uh huh. So, um, you're gonna upload a pattern the same way you did for the flute. You know what I'm saying? So, you insert your first pattern. So, um, no. I do. I insert my patterns with my uh, my beat pad. So, so you. You do your patterns on the beat pad. Right. Uh-oh. Say if you don't have a beat pad and you're just starting off. So if you how do you create that pattern? You would just hit record. So for me, you can see it pop go up. Go to the drums. Yeah, go to your drum section. And right now you can see you don't have anything in the pattern section. Right. Just hit record, and it will give you the ability oh, to make okay. your pattern. Yeah, so it's, it's real simple. But it's not recording right now. Nah, not yet. It doesn't record until you start to uh, Tap press the sound. Yeah. Okay. So like I said, I typically go to a clap or a hi-hat. So let's see how I want to do this. Alright, so it's going to be between one and two. Like I said, this is why you want to save all your uh, your presets or your instruments that you like. I'm gonna take these off so I can hear the beat coming out of his monitor. Okay. We can still hear you real good anyway on the on the on the headphones. So I like this clap. So I'm gonna insert this clap into the pattern. And everything should be in tune with your metronome. You know, that's why the metronome is there to make sure you get everything on beat. So you hit it, tap, 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 tap. And so that's going to help you lay your clap. Okay. Wait, so. Next, you lay a clap. Yeah, a clap or. Some people, they might do an 808 or they might do a, a snare, but I like the way this particular uh, this particular clap sounds with this flute. So so, so you basically have it looped yeah, or is looped. it saved? When you record it, oh. how do you record the next? So I have the uh, record button pressed. Uh-huh. I'm going to go ahead and erase it. Let's try to show it again. Yeah. So 
So yeah, you will hit the record button. Mm-hmm. And then for those who don't have an external drum pad, you can just draw it in on your uh, your dock. And you just click your claps in to place. Wait, so you click them where you want them to play at? Right, right, right. So just click right mm-hmm. where you want each clap to come to in. Show up. Exactly. And this is not a loop. This is the actual stack, or well, this is the actual recording of the loop. Lo- yeah, yeah. It's you're recording. It's looping while you're recording, and that's gotcha. why I said uh, the loop is uh, significant. It's, it's, yeah, because you it need lets that. you keep adding to what you already have without uh-huh. having to manually reset it and listen back to it. So if you got a beat pad, instead of drawing it in with the mouse, you can just hit the pad on the. Uh, Corresponding pad that corresponds with the instrument gotcha. on the um, the dock or whatever, and so uh, if it's off a little bit, like you can see, this clap, both claps came in kind of late, but they've got the ability or gives you the ability to do what you would say uh, or call quantize, and that's just another way to say um, structure. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's and out of place right now. How do you quantize? Uh, if you just got it, it is quantitize. Quantitize. I said quantitize. Maybe that. <laughs> it's all good. So, in my dog, you would hit right click on the instrument. I don't even know. Playing, and you hit Wait. So, you would do what? Do it again. Do it again. I'm sorry. It's the camera good. didn't. You could. So, you would right click on the instruments or the notes that you input. Mm-hmm. And you would hit quantize. And then it would put yeah. it. Yeah, automatically puts that periodically. Note. Yeah, automatically in the spot where you want it to be. Where you want it to be. Not the length of the clap. Uh, so uh, this is a. Uh, you can stretch it. So well, I stretched the actual note, but not the clap because these are what you call samples. Like all of these sounds are samples. Mm-hmm. So you can't really manipulate these samples unless you go to. A particular section in the DAW. Um, basically, you have to re-record that sound and stretch it out mm. manually. But stretching this out, that's not going to stretch out the clap because that sample, uh-huh. it it's sampled at the right. What it, yeah, it just is needs what it is. To be. You know what I'm okay. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't change the length of the clap. But you know? but if you was playing an external instrument, then you could drag it out as long as you. Press the key or um, so, hold down the drum pad. Well, so even with the drum pad, you're not going to drag out a clap because a clap is not like a flute. You know what I'm saying? Because Do not I, drag out a clap. Do y'all yeah, hear that? And it's, Whatever it, y'all do. It really won't even give you the option to do it because, like I said, uh, that sample was produced to sound the way it sounds. You know what I'm saying? So you can't do anything to manipulate this clap or drag it out and make it a long sounding clap. Like how you hear these flutes playing out with longer notes, that's because the flute was made to do that. So all the sounds already come pre-made to um, either hold or uh, extend when you play them. So yeah, the flute, when they made this flute, they made it to where if you hold it down, it's gonna keep playing out. But this clap, no matter how long you hold that clap down, you can't drag that clap out like a flute because it's a smart um, it's smart software. Like, it knows it's a clap. Like, 
you don't drag out claps. A clap is a quick instrument, and that's the way the dogs always gonna play it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Rule number eleven: you cannot drag out a yeah, clap. Yeah, your drums are pretty much set to. Your drums are set. Right, right. And so, like I said, I always like start off with my drums and my percussion. And then what you also want to do for rule number 11 is quantize. That ain't even no motherfucking word, but <laughs> you want to quantitize, right, okay? Right, you want to quantize. So, and and so, and, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jay. Straight, straight, and what straight. does quantitize mean again, bro? So, quantize, that's just another way of saying structure. That's how you structure your um, your beats or your notes. What you does make. it do? So, it, it structures it. So, like, let's say... Um, your uh, clap is out of place. Mm-hmm. Like you heard that, like you automatically can tell that that first clap mm-hmm. is off. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't match the rest. So what it does when you hit quantize, it's gonna structure it and it's gonna line it up with the with each of, loop with the rest of these. Um, not the loop, but the rest of the claps in that section. Or you can do it manually and drag it. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't do it manually, you can uh, use your DAW or your software. Manually so, meaning? Like, just drag it over yourself. So you don't have to click quantize. You can just drag it within mm-hmm. the DAW. Yeah. So that's another way to quantize. Quantize just automatically does what you can do manually. You know what I'm saying? So it'll put it right here? Yeah. Like, if it was off by a little bit. I gotta force it. To be yeah, off. put it off. Like okay. you can hear it. That's off, you know? Okay, let's hear it. That first clap don't match the rest of the clap. So what you're gonna do, you're gonna hit quantize, and it's gonna drag it into the right spot, and you'll hear it the next time the loop plays. It, the clap is in It'll place. It'll be in the right, right. spot. It's in the right It'll spot. It'll be in the same spot as it was the first time. Right, right, right. Okay. So that's what your quantize is for. All right. So we got a we got a clap going, and then up here it it'll pop up. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's your uh, that's your section, but your instruments for your drums. Yeah. So, so that's the section for your drums, and like I said, within each section you've got sixteen more subsections. So when you wait, so when you quantize that, that pattern automatically went to the next loop. So we up got, here, yeah, everything is already set to a loop up here. Okay. So whatever you start playing or inputting down here with your instruments, yeah, this is like a. Uh, so if you put it here one time, it's gonna show up right there again because it's looped. Yeah, right. Because we duplicated. Okay. A couple steps back, we duplicated. So yeah, that's why it's still looping and playing itself over and over. Okay. So how do you know what drums you are using? If it just say pattern one. So these pa- everything is it, it's connected. You see what I'm saying? So this is your drum section. Uh-huh. And this is your pattern for your drums. And these are all the subsections what, for your drums. What, I, what I'm saying though is how do they know what drums you use? Because we put them in down here. So this is con- it's all connected. Like that's what I'm trying to 
show you like your patterns uh -huh. are made up of the instruments in your drum section. Right. So which pattern did you pick in the drums? Pattern so one. You always start off sound with one. Your first pattern. So we started off with pattern one for the drums okay. simply because it's the beginning of the beat. So it's gonna be pattern one. And right. so all of your instruments within your drum sections will start to play in pattern one as you insert them down here. So after you insert that one down there, uh -huh. you, you put it up here, so how do you know which pattern you use? The pattern, it automatically reflects itself. So, so it won't say pattern two or it, pattern number three? So it won't do that until we create another pattern. Oh, okay. right now we're still on pattern one. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Right. All right. So that's our clap. Uh, let's try to find. Uh, I'm gonna look for a snare. Okay. So most of them are gonna be in the same section. Drums or percussions, but your snares are gonna be under twelve. Find a snare. It's in your drums or in your percussion section. Step by step, play by play, how to cook up every day. Oh, okay. You just you can't add. label so, this section. Which one? What, which one? The pattern. The pattern. So the pattern comes in after you're ready to lay the actual sound down. Okay. You know so, as soon as you write something right, as soon as you put or, the pattern down for the for the 808 or pattern, like it's going to tell forward. you what pattern the yellow pattern is. Yeah. What well, number it is. Right, right, sound right. And because it's the first pattern for the 808, mm -hmm. it's always going to say pattern one. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's automatically going to show you that that's the first one to be. Or the first one is input. 
So we got a pattern, a section for the, uh, the 808s. And so you're going to go to your kicks. And it might be labeled something different in your doll. But you'll go through your 808s until you find something you like. Set your speakers to a higher tone. Thirteen. Set it on a higher tone so you can hear the hear the eight oh eight. So you can hear the bass. Cause it might sound low. Yeah, it'll be distorted when you uh play it at a uh, a deeper a deeper tone. So it's going to be how the first time we play it through. Uh, but we can always make it lower. So, let me see. so I like where this sounds. And then that'll loop with the uh, rest of the beat. And so you can see a couple of these notes are off, and you can hear it too. And so, like I said, You'll just hit quantize, and it'll put everything on beat, you know? And so, like I said, uh, every... So what is that that you just added? What I just added? Another melody? So that was the... Yeah, this is the melody for the 808. And so right now, like I said, it's playing at a higher tone because you want to find the accurate notes um, when you insert them because it's, it's harder to hear deeper notes when you're trying to put them in, especially if you're not using... Uh, some headphones and you playing everything over a monitor you want to play everything back um, at a higher tone or a higher note with your 808 so you can hear the true sound you actually get yeah so I'll reverse so bit. how do you play it on a higher tone so just move up on the keyboard you know what I'm saying to what uh, move up on the keyboard 
Okay. So, because the keyboard goes from high to low. So, you would just move up. If you were playing lower notes here, uh, I'll pause it for a second. So, here you can hear those are your deeper notes. You just come up to the higher part of the keyboard and okay. play on that, and you'll hear it like that. All right. And so, we reversed a little bit. Um, I took you back to the part where the notes are out of place a little bit. This is where your quantized comes in a section. And it, um, it structures everything. It puts everything on beat. So now that you have your uh, your 808s picked out, uh, like I said, initially, we picked them out at a higher tone so we can make sure we found an accurate sound. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you don't play high 808s. You know what I'm saying? You want deep rumbling. You want deep 808s. You know yeah, you want some deep 808s. So what you'll do is... Um, my particular dog has got the ability to let you automatically drag them down, drag your, um, your notes down. So right here where it says octave, that's just notes. So uh -huh. Right here it says octave. Uh -huh. And that just means... Um, Say octave? Octave. But not active. Not active. Not active. Octave. Octave. So octave just gives you the ability to make your uh, notes higher or lower. So if it's got a plus sign, that means if you press this button, um, it's going to raise your note to a higher sound. Like you can see, it just went up, but we don't want higher yeah. octaves. We want a lower octave. So you keep pressing that until it gets to the depth that you want. So it's going to be something in this range that might be too deep because you can barely hear it. Right. So I think that one, that one sounds good enough to me, you know, so uh, if you pick the right octave or select the octave, it sounds good. Yeah. And you just let it ride with the uh, the rest of the beat, so I add that on accident. And so what we don't have yet, we don't have a drum. We got to add a drum. And so your drum, like your kick, your kick, it's a part of the drum section, so you'll go find a kick in your kick section. That's it. So your drum and your kick is different. Yeah, it's two different things. So your, well, it's it's almost like they can be interchangeable sometimes. Pause it. Pause it. I, right, my bad. Right. I should have started. I, I should have been start saying that. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. So uh, kick and drum can be interchangeable sometimes, but uh, your kick is like your thump, like that's the part that it, it bumps. You know what I'm saying? Um, your drum. Is like your 808, that's the actual baseline. So a kick, like I said, they can be interchangeable sometimes, but uh, just to make it clear for new producers, your kick is going to be your thump or that knock that you hear, and your drum slash 808, that's going to be the actual baseline that you hear playing. So uh, I'm going to single this out so they can hear it. That's your, that's your baseline, your 808. Or you can call that your drum. It's also called a kick, but just for teaching purposes, we're going to separate the two. So we're going to call this the uh, the kick. Not the kick, not the kick, but the, uh, the drum slash 808. So that's your 808. And what we need right now... So you have kick. an 808. So we got an 808. Well, now you're adding a kick. Now we need a kick. So... You go to the... You go back to the drums? Yeah, you would go back to your drum section. Uh-huh. Would you add a plus sign to that? A plus sign. So, no, because 
your kick is going to be a part of your drums, and we already oh, got a section for the drums, gotcha. so we just added gotcha. that sample to the, uh, the section we already got. So you go through your drums, pick one. Don't have any external hardware, you can draw everything in. Pause. When you start talking, pause it. Okay. That way. Got okay. So, yeah. yeah. So if you don't have any external hardware, you will be drawing everything in within your DAW on the uh, the keyboard in the section that they provide you with because you don't have anything else to put it in with. But if you do, you can use your drum pad and play it in with your drum pad. So typically I play all my drums in. the way that sounds but let's say I want to add uh, like spice up the end of that drum pattern a little bit uh-huh. and uh, add some extra notes so right now it sounds a little complicated but it's not it's playing at uh, 116 notes and basically that just means it's like it's quarters it's in quarters but if we want to add more sections to insert more kicks then what we would do we we would come down to this particular hey, part hold on hold on Hold on, let me see where you at. Okay, cool, cool. All right, I will do what? So everything right now is being inserted at a one sixteen. That's the pattern. Okay. But let's say I want to add some faster notes Mm -hmm. or add some more um, more drums to the end of that pattern. Mm -hmm. Then you would click. uh, So that would bring the drums in faster or slower. Right, it gives you the ability to make your drums roll faster. And how'd you pick that? So you just go down to the section where it, sh- it shows your notes. And where it shows show notes? Yeah. Okay. And it's all in numbers. It'll be one half, one fourth, one eighth, one sixteenth. Gotcha. Right now, everything is at one sixteenth. Okay. Uh, you would go to one thirty-two or one sixty-four. I'm going to pick one thirty-two. If you want to go faster. Right. And so you'll see, uh, you see these little blocks uh-huh. or these squares. Yep. So right now, you've got one, two, three, four, four squares in each section. Mm-hmm. But if you pick 132, then it'll give you eight. Mm-hmm. So now you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So yeah. now you got eight sections to put in notes, whereas okay. initially you only had four. Mm-hmm. And so the more sections you have, the more notes you can put in, and the faster the drums are okay. going to roll. So we're going to play it back, and I'm going to insert just two more drums, and okay. you'll hear the difference. So that's how it sounds now. I'm gonna add two more. And so wait, you added two more what? Added two more drums. Okay. So I'm gonna take the two drums out and show you how it sounded initially. And 
that's how I sound it. Now I'm gonna add the drum pack. And you can see, you got more kicks going towards the end of that beat. When you add more squares. Yeah, yeah, you added more sections, so that allows you to add more kicks. Okay. And now you can hear that yeah. those extra rows coming in towards the end of the beat. You know? And so, what we got? We got a kick. Uh, we got a kick, we got a snare, we got a clap. And uh, I always like, you gotta have, gotta have some hi-hats, hi-hats, uh, they spice everything up, so. All right. Uh, you will go back to your drum section. All of those are drums, your kicks, your snares, your claps, hi-hats, overheads, they all fall under your drum section. And that's why I got everything in one particular section, yeah. just for the drums, because they can all play together. You can separate them, but I think it's more convenient to have everything grouped in to one section when you're working on your drums. So uh, we're going to loop it back. And uh, I'm going to go through hi-hats and find a hi-hat that I like. And then we're going to be done. Cause they <laughs> pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. yeah After that, you pretty much yeah. got a full beat. Yeah, you know? just give them a quick little cook-up. They don't right. need to know all the sauce. Just, sure. okay, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes, just sir. Yes, sir. So let's see. Uh, we're in our drum section. As they go, as y'all go along, y'all will get this. Y'all will, y'all will get this. Do not worry. We're just showing you the basics, the bare minimum. So you can pick whichever one you like. These are some of my go-tos. And where'd you find that snare at? I found this, uh, well, not, that's a hi-hat. Uh, that hi-hat. Yes, where'd you so find that hi-hat at? I'm under sorry. a hi-hat section. So you got your drums, and your hi-hat section is a subsection of your drums. Okay. And remember in the beginning, I said we saved everything and we put a star next to everything we yeah. like. Oh yeah. So that's one of my favorite hi-hats. I highlighted it. And so now we've inserted it, we double-clicked it, we inserted it. If you don't have, like I said, if you don't have anything external to input your sounds, you just gonna draw, draw it in. So wait, so your hi-hats is under drums too? Right, right. Okay. If you don't have a drum pad or a piano or something, you just gonna click your hi hats in. Wait, so it created a whole nother section for that? So yeah. up here? No, no, down here, down here. Why not up there? Because up here, this is just an overall. This is the broader section for what's down here. Okay. So this is a grouping of, of just everything. the sounds. Yeah, exactly. Right. So okay. this one group contains all these separate sounds that make up that particular Okay, gotcha. Like I said, if you don't have a keyboard or a MIDI pad, you would yeah. draw everything in. And as you draw it in, it'll just loop with the rest of the beat. Okay. But if you do have a... Uh, and this is why I like having a drum pad. You can just hold note repeat and it'll play it for you. Instead of having to draw it, you just hold it and it'll play it. It'll play it every time. Right. And also, like I said, um, if you want to add more. If you don't have a drum pad. Yeah, if you don't have a drum pad, you're going to click everything in. Okay. Okay. But if you do have a drum pad, you can use this. And click in all the hi-hats. Yeah, it'll automatically insert as you press. 
Okay. So also, like I said, it also uh, expedites you and gives you the ability to, um, like I said, like if you want to put more sections in here yeah. to speed up your rows, mm -hmm. you would have to do it manually. But with this, you could do the same thing. So like when we came down here, we picked 132. Mm -hmm. You can actually pick 132 gotcha. on the pad. Gotcha. And it'll play it the oh, same yeah. way as if you would. When you on the external. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Do the same thing. All right, and there y'all go. Y'all bake. Y'all got the cook up. Y'all got the sauce. That's it. So That's show them how to save it. Match. Show them how to lock it in, and for sure. So uh, when you save, you know, typically on a Mac, it's always at the top left corner. It might be on the top right for your other programs, but you will come up here and you will hit save. I'm gonna turn that back on. Save. You want to label it? Yeah, you label it. So we're going to call it uh, Cook Up Now. And uh, along with saving it, make sure you're saving while you're making your beat. So just in case you have any technical difficulties or the computer shuts down or the power goes out, you don't lose your idea. You know what I'm saying? So don't wait till the end of the beat to save it like we just did. Always save your beat as you're making the beat. And uh it'll prevent a lot of a lot of heartache and pain. <laughs> yeah. The last rule. Make sure you save it periodically. Right. Save if it you don't, you risk losing yeah. it all. Yeah, you might start from scratch. Start from scratch. Hey, and that's our one on one for y'all. That's it. Appreciate it, Demetrius. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. That's the cook-up. Time for the cook-up. Yes, sir. Rebound. It is your season to rebound. Yeah, man. Rebound. Get back on it. It's time to grab the ball, snatch it down, and put it back in the goal. You know? Or pass it. You know, get you a rebound. Whatever you fall fell off of, get back on. Keep going. It's all about your work ethic. It's all about keep going. Fall off. Get back up. Rebound. That's my word for y'all, man. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Peace.